0: The views and opinions expressed in the Hide and Seek Podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views, positions, or opinions of the host or contributors. Hey everyone, this is Sarah. Most of you know me from the Hide and Seek Podcast discussion group on Facebook. Do you enjoy the Hide and Seek Podcast? Would you like to show your support? Head over to Apple iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and follow us so you never miss an episode. You can interact with us as well as share your thoughts, ideas, and theories on this season's episodes by joining the Hide and Seek Podcast Discussion Group. Find us by searching Hide and Seek Podcast Discussion Group on Facebook. The following podcast may contain strong language and is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Sweet dreams are made of this. 24-hour news aides Brady Gillum went to Sturgis tonight to speak with the missing woman's mother about what may have happened to her daughter. I can tell you where she most likely is.
1: I hadn't seen anybody that I felt comfortable saying anything to until today. The stories they tell are pretty fucked. They're pretty freaking gruesome.
0: I kept all the text messages, Facebook messages, the messages between me and Brittany. I have all of them. I have everything.
2: I told him, I said, I'll kill all them motherfuckers. And I was going to have my people fucking take care of it. I'll just say Brittany's name out of nowhere just to see what somebody says. this little
1: town around here would be hard to hide something like that. Because eventually everything comes out. To me, some days I don't believe anything after I think she just left.
3: This is Hide and Seek, Season 3. I'm your host, James Basinger. Hey guys. In last week's episode, you heard a series of messages between Ashley and a woman named Gianna who claims to be a PI. Their conversation begins with the two discussing the options they have to deploy a mole who could help them get the name of the polygraph examiner. Brittany's best friend growing up is dragged into the mix, but they're unsure she'll go along with their plan. The conversation takes a wild turn when Ashley tells Gianna she's come up with an evil plan to get the name by accessing the Facebook account that she previously stole from Jessica. She sends me a message, but with no conversation history available when I open the message, I'm immediately skeptical, and I don't answer. Valerie contacts me, telling me she needs to talk to me. When we make contact, she says Ashley showed up at her house at 4.30 in the morning after she took off to North Carolina shortly after taking the polygraph. Valerie explains to me the car in her driveway has North Carolina plates and she believes that the car Ashley's driving is a rental. We heard from Chuck, who explains that he didn't know Brittany and had never met her, but admits that the Cadillac in the video is indeed his, and the person we see is indeed him. He says he pulled in at this farm to relieve himself and says his buddy was in the back seat of the car, tripping out. At the end of my conversation with Chuck, he casually mentioned that Jessica had messaged him on Facebook the night previous. I knew immediately, it wasn't Jessica. It was a profile with Jessica's photo and name. But behind that profile was Ashley. I mentioned Gianna in the last episode. I'm sure many of you were curious about who she is and how she got involved. Let's back up a bit to November 24th, 2021. Sarah and I have been working on Britney's case for about six months when I received a Facebook message from Gianna. I had no idea who she was and I'd never heard her name before. Gianna messaged me. Hey, I'm reaching out about Brittany Shink's case. Let me know when you receive this, please. And thank you. Later the same day, I responded, Hello, thanks for reaching out. What's up? Six days pass until I get another message. Gianna writes, I have spoken with Jessica and Ashley pertaining to Brittany's case. I'm an advocate for the missing and do PI work in the United States. I stumbled upon your recent content regarding her and wanted to reach out. I'm aware that you've spoken extensively to both parties and wanted to touch base on that if you're available. Three days later on December 3rd, I sent a brief response. I'd love to hear more, what's going on? Minutes later, I get another message from Gianna. She writes, I wouldn't say something new is going on. Or really, it's probably things I'm sure you've already gathered. It's just a very unconventional, layered, disconnected, dysfunctional set of individuals. If you are to talk with one of them, it's a completely different story than the other. Very toxic. And honestly, I was interested in what type of approach you're taking in this as you definitely don't have a cooperative group of people, more so individuals with extremely high energy, specific suspicions, and a very strong hatred towards each other. I know Ashley was questioning you on how you trust her mom, or believing one over the other and such. Now, I was genuinely curious as to your thoughts. We're here for Brittany. I'm not here to explain my approach to random people. This message from Gianna, went unanswered. Fast forward to February. It's been one day after Ashley fails the polygraph exam. Gianna writes, Hey James, wanted to reach out. Ashley had contacted me yesterday about her polygraph and again today about her cease and desist. Who this woman is and how she's connected to Brittany's case was a mystery to me. There was no real introduction as to how she got involved or any explanation as to what her intentions were in messaging me. Included in her opening statement to me was the claim that she does PI work in the United States. That's an odd thing to say. From what we can see after an extensive online research, as well as many phone calls and emails to licensing bureaus in Michigan and Indiana, Missouri... In Ohio, and a few other places, Gianna doesn't hold a PI license. Now, Gianna isn't someone who belongs on the suspect board. Actually, she isn't someone who deserves any of our attention. But unfortunately, including her role is a necessary evil. From where I sit, the view seems pretty damn clear. This is someone who chose to involve herself and get close to some of those involved in Brittany's case. Why? I can't answer that. I can only speculate. But I don't want to give her more of our time than deserved. Based on the conversation between Ashley and Gianna that was shared in the last episode, it's apparent that Gianna is someone that cannot be trusted. In late February, we discovered Ashley left Michigan and headed to North Carolina shortly after the polygraph. You heard her Bon Voyage post to the group she stole from Jessica in the last episode. When Ashley was there, she rented a car and we were told at the airport. Not long after she does this, Sarah and I begin to receive messages and calls from a network of people sharing information about Ashley's location and her intentions with the rental car.
2: I said Gina posted that. Yeah. I sent you another. Oh. I screenshotted it and sent it to you, saying that she went to, took off to North
1: Carolina. So my guess is that She's trying to avoid being questioned.
3: Well, I think that's... That is,
1: if the cops are even going to do anything. I still wanted to comment, but, you know, like, I don't know. I don't have any hard facts, you know. I right. actually did say on the lie detector, but well, you know, I- there ain't no proof yet, so... Right. But I did want to post, yep, run for the hills.
3: Like, right now, she already got back on. <laughs> she created her... She reactivated her account, and then she got back off. And then this Giannis... I've had Sarah, she's looked her up, and she's claiming to be things that she's not. So I've even questioned if this is actually Gianna. I think Gianna obviously is a real person, but I don't even know if this is really Gianna. I could, I, I've kind of wondered if this is Ashley. But if it's not, Gianna's. I mean, isn't seeing it like we all are seeing it. If Ashley's, so, if Ashley's fearful of her safety like she claims to be, why announce where you're running to? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, why you know, why say, I'm fearing my life and I'm on the run, but I'm going to go over here, guys. Um,
2: yeah, my, well, my opinion of it was, well, hey, hey you know, I don't want to be questioned. I'm getting the hell out of here. Yeah. You know, I'm running for the hills. And require immediate assistance. Please hang up and dial 911.
1: Please listen carefully to all of our options to resolve your situation as quickly as possible. If you currently have a rental car and require emergency roadside assistance, press one. To make or change an existing reservation or any other questions related to your rental, press three, press... For Avis reservations or customer service, press one, two. Thank you for choosing Avis. Your
0: call will be handled by the next available representative. Thank you for calling Avis. My name is Amy I Hope you. Hi there. I am calling because I am trying to get in touch with somebody to report the whereabouts of an Avis rental car that was not returned.
1: I apologize for the whole time and I appreciate your waiting. My name is Sonia. Are you in a
0: current rental or TC for a past rental? Uh, neither. I'm trying to reach somebody who can help me. I have information about the whereabouts of a rental car that was not returned to Avis and the tracking device was torn out of it.
1: So, in this case, you're not having a rental agreement or a reservation number?
0: Correct. All I have is the license plate number of the rental car that was not returned to Avis. So,
1: I think it's, it's with, um, okay, so it, I think it's with law enforcement, the ones that take care of, this, of these issues. Okay, so it's a, a missing car.
0: It's a missing Avis rental car. It was not returned, and the tracking device was removed from it. I do
1: you know about this situation?
0: The vehicle is in possession of somebody I know.
1: Claims or with law enforcement. Hold just a moment, please. Thank you. You just know the person. That's all. You're not related.
0: No, I'm not related. I I know the person who has the car in their possession. She is the person who rented the car. Okay.
1: And you know this person, correct? Correct. Just a moment, please. Thank you. And the person who rent the car it's not available to
0: Contact us. She stole the car. She stole the car from you. I'm reporting oh it to you. God. She stole it. She's not going to return okay. it. That's why she tore the, the um, tracking device out of the vehicle. She doesn't know that I'm contacting you. Okay. Oh,
1: okay. Thank you so much. Sure. Oh, just a moment. Right. To, the, to the right place.
0: Okay. Thank you.
3: Oh, man. Or Sarah. Thanks, my friend. Hey, Avis Law
1: Enforcement Line. My name is
0: Eric. How can I help you? Hi, Eric. My name is Sarah. I am calling to report the whereabouts of an Avis rental car that was not returned to you, and the tracking device has been removed from it.
1: Okay, what information do you have about
0: the vehicle? I have the license plate number the make and model, and the state that I believe it was rented in. Now,
1: what state is the license plate from?
0: North Carolina. And the
1: plate
3: number? Sarah provides the license plate number to the representative.
1: Yeah, that is a bit overdue. I assume you're not the renter?
0: Uh, No, I am not the renter.
1: What state is it located in? Michigan. Well, i got some preliminary information I can fill out on my own, and i get to the information from you. Okay. So the, the tracking device, how do you know
3: that? Without giving up our source, Sarah explains to the representative how we came to this information.
0: She's a friend? She is not a friend. She is just somebody that I know. Okay.
1: Because she also says she's not planning on returning
0: it? Correct. It's a 2021 Kia Forte, correct? Yes. Yeah, okay. And
1: where is it currently located?
0: It is located in Bridgeport, Michigan. It frequently travels between Bridgeport, Michigan and Sturgis, Michigan. If the sheriff's department in St. Joseph County, Michigan is contacted, I'm sure that they will recognize the renter's name.
1: St.
0: Joseph County? Correct. St. Joseph County Sheriff's Department. All
1: right. I have got that file.
3: This isn't so much about the car. Obviously, the car is a loss for the rental company, and the loss is passed down to the customers. Inevitably, we end up paying for it. What this is really about, though is establishing character. The content of a person's character is revealed in their actions and behavior. Who a person says they are, or thinks they are, doesn't necessarily reflect their true character. People always reveal their true selves. You just have to give them enough time and space to do it. We've reached out to law enforcement and have given them everything they need. Now, It's up to them to take the wheel and drive the bus home. I get a screenshot from Sarah. At least she provides context. It's a screenshot of Cage's Facebook profile. His relationship status has been updated. He and Ashley are now an item. Over the next few hours, I've received messages from half the free world. All clamoring to share the news.
2: What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? Doing doc. Smoking a joint till it.
3: Now he looks like you had a busy day.
2: Nah, barely working, but I mean, I'm surviving. You know, my people make sure I got everything I need. You know what I mean? Gas, cigarettes. I mean. I borrowed some wardrobe earlier, so I'm not getting out the shower naked, you know, I ain't wash any clothes yet. I've been a lazy fuck since I got on my brother's house.
3: You you and Ashley a thing, huh?
2: I mean, we put it on there to see what people would say
3: What'd you think was gonna happen?
2: Same thing. That's what I thought was gonna happen. It's fine. Still <laughs> a long distance thing, but oh well. I mean we talk every now and then, fucking. She's busy, I'm busy.
3: You're not even together? What? Oh, you do that. But I thought you were with her. Like, well, I'm assuming if y'all dating online, and and
2: I'm still here.
3: What? Where you at?
2: Bridgeport. And she's like North Carolina somewhere. Some.
3: No, she ain't. Okay, y'all gonna put your relationship as together for what? To do what?
2: Because I mean, we talk all the time anyway. I talk to her more than I talk to anybody else. You know what I mean? And I'm always here by myself. You know it's. She's always there, you know what I mean? If I want to say something or talk to somebody, man, she's always there. So it's kind of just became a thing, you know what I mean? So, I mean, if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, you know what I mean? And she stays there and I, I stay here, whatever, it's cool, you know what I mean? But it still, it gave something to the relationship that's, like, worth, I don't know, it makes it feel a little better, you know what I mean? Because she ain't got nobody to talk to, I ain't got nobody to talk to, you know what I mean? So it just seemed like a thing. And plus, I was curious to see what kind of hate mail we both would get from it. And, I mean, I didn't get as much, I guess. I mean, I, not as much as she did. I assume. I mean, I seen some shit on Facebook, and you know, I thought well, I made then, a little
3: comments the, and shit. But big thing for for a lot of people who are looking at it is not about her hooking up with you, but it's about what she said a lot about other people. And then I think I think a lot of people are just kind of taken back because she didn't always like paint you the best in the best light. And in the last like three years, like that's like that's the thing I think for a lot of other people. For me, I was like. Cage tried to smash that before. Or he's gonna try to smash it like I, I
2: maybe I'm still trying, you know what I mean? Okay. That little boy crush, you know what I'm saying?
3: So she's in yeah, North Carolina still, huh?
2: I'm assuming. Huh? I mean I don't make her put her pull her shit up all the time, but I mean she ain't she ain't gonna lot lie to me though, you know what I mean? Yeah. We go we go back a little further than that, so I assume if not she'd be here already. I mean she's not so yeah. apparently you know she's just it's not it's working out but it's not working out. I mean she's there, what yeah. We we still talk so it doesn't matter. We see each other whenever we want to on the fucking video if we need to. But I in the same place and I'm always in the same place and we talk and I mean it fills up most of my day. It works so.
3: Yeah, I read some of the comments that were on there. I was hearing Shasta kind of going at it a little bit for a second.
2: Yeah, that's a name. That's a name I keep hearing often: Shasta and another one. She said uh, Gina or Gina or something Gia. like that. Gia. I keep hearing that one too. What's that one? Yes,
3: you know these people, man. It's your world, not mine. Gia came on the radar, like, back in November. I got a message from her asking she was wanting to help out with the case and shit. And so she wanted to get my perspective after she had already talked to Ashley and Jessica and saw that there was some, you know, toxic relationships going on. And she wanted to get my perspective and understood how Ashley didn't trust me because I was trusting Jessica. When Gia sent me that, I was like, I don't know you. I don't know where you're coming from, and I'm not going to open up my case or my files, to That would be stupid. Why would I do that? All right. It wasn't until after the polygraph that Gia then messaged me again. She wanted to know who... I think she was trying to figure out what was going on, and she wanted to know who the guy who gave the polygraph was. I didn't respond to her. Like, I obviously see that you're now very close with Ashley. And obviously, Ashley, to me, in my eyes, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of red flags and things that I'm looking at now that I'm saying, like, those are obvious red flags. If Gia is a private investigator or she's somebody who knows what to look for in these things, like, you would have caught this a while ago. If, especially if you're close to Ashley.
2: Yeah, they're all over the place, man. They're not a bunch of other shit, you know? It's like, like it, they like, I was talking to her. She sent me a message, and it said something about my plane ticket.
3: Oh, yeah, said yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: what the fuck, dude? Like, I, I said, I think I put out, like, my I pulled up my GPS thing, man. And it, dude, it shows. Like, did you, but
3: did you hear the story?
2: trip driving December 18th and came back like the 19th or the 20th or some shit like that. And I was like, well, how the fuck did I fly in? Like, I even went back to like November 30th. And I'm like, I'm at the bar and all types of shit. Did like, you, I'm like, how the fuck am I on a plane right now? But so did you? came up, like I had a plane ticket or some shit.
3: Did you hear the story behind that, though?
2: No, no. Actually, I'm fucked no, I did, so I said, this is your world, not mine, bro.
3: Ashley was the one who told me, she was like, yeah, but I saw a post on Facebook on the 30th yeah. of Cage asking if someone could pick him up from the airport over in either was Kalamazoo or was South Bend, one of the two. Where's the Facebook post? And it's not there. Okay, so the only person that has said that there was a post on Facebook of Cage coming back to Sturgis, basically, was Ashley. She's the only individual. Let's say that's true. Well, that could easily be be checked on by law enforcement and, and confirm whether there was a ticket for Daniel Keltner on this day. And if there was one, then let's pull him in. Let's talk about it. We, we go off of a Facebook post that's no longer there because if he did it, then why would he leave it up there? It's no longer there, but the only person that ever saw it was Ashley. I've
2: seen the post. Yeah, I don't know what it was about. You know what I mean? But the way it was explained to me was, like, even if, like, the post was made, it still shows my the GPS location of my phone. The time and date of that post. And then, like, the timeline would have been, like, way too small, some shit like that. And I don't even remember what it was. I think that was when it had to be shortly before or shortly after this thing, So they would either want me to come back and whoop Sheldon's ass, and I didn't want to drive, or but I had my own car, so I was like, "Why the fuck would I want to post a ticket?" But nobody else has seen the post, and the post doesn't exist anymore. But
3: but who saw I mean, it? Who's seen it?
2: By then, three people already had my email address. I was sharing my Facebook with like nine different damn people. But it it does, but it was there and then it wasn't there. Like I yeah, saw it once and but but I mean, who? I seen it on somebody else's phone.
3: You saw the post yourself. Yeah, it was a screenshot was of
2: something. It wasn't. It was, another, it was a, a. I didn't think it was the same. Facebook name I think the day Was the same But I think the year Was I don't know Something was weird
3: I don't know I, just, I don't remember Posting it Okay so the, so, so, so it's a bit So would I even Fucking take a plane it,
2: if I did take a plane There would still be a ticket So Right That's
3: what I was at. Yeah so so I mean it's, it's obvious You didn't fly back here Right Why do we even Put that out there Why do we even say Oh well, I saw a post That Cage said He was gonna fly you can't even tell me. Yeah, bro, I remember I posted that, but then I didn't come because this is what No, it never happened. If Why would I have driven? Yeah. you, on the yeah. 30th, no one knew that Brittany was missing yet. It wasn't really until the 8th that people started asking around and then people started wanting to know really what was going on.
2: And then there was this big old thing about the, about the, the police report, because something about the police report said it happened on this road and it happened on this road. And when I came back on the 19th of December, which part of the fucking road did we search on? I'm thinking it's fucking like Fawn River Creek fucking type shit. Somebody said it's on Fawn River and Silver something. And then somebody said it's on Fawn River and fucking Gillen or Gore or some fucking G-word. I mean, if it was put out there, it was only put out there to
3: fucking, I mean, obviously they're still trying to see what the fuck they're looking for. Why were we even talking about where the vehicle really was or wasn't at? Like, and then are we basically drawing up a conspiracy of where the police are now saying where the vehicle was or was not when they impounded it? Like, we're, are we really going down that avenue? It's pretty yeah. clear on the police report. I've makes any sense, man. I don't understand what. Like, I don't. I don't understand Ashley's actions. Like, and how she's going about her business with with Brittany's case. Like, honestly, I don't. And part of me, like, I hate seeing where sometimes like Ashley's at. As like in the last three years, and how she's kind of just like, you know, you lost your kids, and then she kind of s- selling the slinging and the shit, and then she kind of has been stuck on this Britney case thing for a minute. And, like, it's hard for me to watch because I'm like, bro, like, you're so... You got so many skills and you're so talented. And to see her just lie and manipulate the situation, it's frustrating.
2: So what's, the, so what's the difference between her doing it, you doing it, Gina doing it, or that Gina chick doing it, or um was the other one? You said Shasta, or whatever she is. I mean, young. Yeah. you said she was a PI or not. So what's the difference between... I mean, what you guys do and what she does. I mean, what's what's everybody looking for the outcome? What's Ashley looking for? What are you looking for? What is Gina looking for? What is Chasta? whatever she's looking for? I can't. I mean, what's everybody's main objective? I hear something about you know. How am I going to know what everybody's outcome is? You yeah. know, What's everybody doing with it? What's what's everybody's like end game? Yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean? Like, like for where me, this me, where does involve me? Where involve Ashley? Where at the end of it, where you where you end up? You know what I mean? You...
3: What I do is. This is a job and a career that I chose to pursue, right? Uh-huh. So, podcasting, like, I, there's a production side to it. There's a, an investigation side to it. There's a storytelling right, side to it, right? And so, uh-huh. this is the third person that I've, I've had a season where I devoted it to figuring out what happened to them. If I'm good at what I do, then the people will, will listen. If I carry my show with a certain level of respect and, like, just honor to people, right. the way I do business and how I do stuff, that that's with my podcast, like Ashley's claiming he's making bank on this and he's going to make millions. Like I already told her, don't talk to me about finances because you don't know how it works. Like you don't know like the business side. You don't know how it works. And go ask Greg, go ask Jessica. Do you ask them? do they care how much money I make? He said, no, James, I hope you make 2 million for the work that you're putting into it. This is your job. This is what you do. Go for it. But Ashley makes this about money and thinks that that's what I'm in it for. If you went back and you went and asked the last two families that I work with, they would all say the same thing. It's nice to have someone come in and ask all these questions and get stuff done that we're not able to, and he brings awareness to it. I can't answer for Ashley and why she's doing what she's doing. I can't answer for Gia, I can't answer for Shasta. That, like, I won't speak for them. Right. From my experience with these individuals, with Gia, I've never talked to her. She's reached out, I've read some of her messages. With Ashley, I personally feel there's something that she's not being honest with all of us about. And I actually have proof. That's the hard part for me. Is as much as Ashley was Ashley and I got to know each other and we talked a lot, I considered her a friend. I gotta still stick to the truth though. Like I'm here for Britney. She's not right. here today. My end game is to figuring out what happened to Britney so that You guys can actually move forward in this. It's not going to be considered this continuing big mystery. And then her kids, more than anything, are going to want to know one day what happened. I didn't know anybody here. This has been a really, really hard case to, like, work through. I've invested a lot of time. I've invested a lot of money into this, like, flying over there, renting cars, renting houses, like... I sincerely just care about, like, trying to figure out what happened to people who were missing. And obviously, there's a huge community of people who like listening to true crime stories. It's just what it is.
2: Why this? Yeah, you know I mean? I don't want to say why this one, but...
3: If she has involvement, like, Brittany was your girl first, come on. And Britney's right. missing, bro. I mean,
2: it's... I don't know, it's hard to explain. I mean, the race relationship that kind of me and Ashley had was different than what me and Brittany had. You know what I mean? Like... I don't know like i vibe more i don't think you know what i mean do i think she has any no i don't think she had anything to do with it. i think maybe they're all in the same place like everybody is they it's just some to fill that in their time and you know give them something to do you know I, and i don't really dude, I don't i don't really give people shit you know i i know what i was doing and for them to like put me in that put me in that predicament like they should know better you know what i mean like oh well maybe it's because they're together obviously they have something to do together like that that's that's like that's ignorance that's not even that's not even like disrespect you know what I mean that's just ignorance cause I put a post on it earlier I was like not nobody had anything bad to say about me when they met me don't mm-hmm. let this fucking change anything yeah. as far as like how they pers- perspect me how they perceive and that's kind you? of what I was pushing
0: that at yeah, you know what I mean, like, see, they're gonna be disrespectful.
2: Like, I, I finally stood up and said something. Like, and half the girls on there was sitting there batting their fucking eyes when they met me in the first place, had leaning sideways, drooling and shit, talking about who, who is that? Still, don't act do not about girl code. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. Plus, if I am, so what? You know what I mean? Eventually, one day we'll be together. You know what I mean? Or will be able to within contact with each other. But what we have is still different than everybody else has. I mean, it's still special. It fills up my time. It fills up her time. And it makes us feel important to it. You know what I mean? From one to another, because she down there ain't got shit. I'm up here ain't got shit. So.
3: Whose idea was it? Mine. I was trying to figure out if you were with her, like right now, I, physically.
2: I debated going to North Carolina. North Carolina's got to be better than here. She's probably not going to come here, and I'm probably not going to go there. You're not with her? No. I mean, I'm with her. It says it on
3: Facebook. No, no, no. You're not physically with her?
2: No. <laughs> One day. I'll open.
0: I don't know,
3: man. Be careful with that one. Everybody keeps telling me that, you know, but... I mean, you and Brittany had your guys' relationship and had your guys' things, and was it the most, you know, kind and friendly relationship? Probably not. It's probably pretty toxic from what it sounds like. Like, you guys probably fought a lot.
2: But nah. we both made it, though.
3: Yeah, so. but that's what, like... like You guys were together for two years for a reason, though, too. You yeah, know almost two
2: years. Yeah, I put that up there, too. All but I'm it's always it. been just me and her, too. It ain't been me and her mom and Eric. You know what I mean? All these people that are coming out of the woodwork talking about, oh, my God, you know what I mean? Like, you weren't there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, being with her for two years, I seen who was in the picture and who wasn't in the picture. And half these motherfuckers out here running their damn mouth about things, dude, were never in the picture in the first place. And I made sure to put that on Facebook, too. For almost two years, I was like... I'd never heard of any of you guys in the picture. And if I did, it was because you either needed something or you were trying to bash on her for the lifestyle she was living. Other than that, you guys don't have a word to say any fucking thing, but now since she's allegedly gone or wherever the fuck she's at, you guys, you know what I mean, now you got an issue with it. You know, you're trying to bash anybody and everybody they can. And, you know, that part I think is bullshit too, but their version isn't my version of you, you know what I'm saying? I see how I see you, it's how I see you, you know what I mean? I mean, until you come sideways or, you know what I mean? There's pointed fingers, but they're all in different directions now. Like, oh, a minute ago it this person, but then it's this person. And this person's is cooler now, but now this person is with this person. Now this person is like, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm stuck on self-respective. You know what I mean? I'm stuck. I mean, I do what I do, but not enough for somebody else point a finger at me and say, hey, you do what you do, mind your business. You know what I mean? I ain't lying about shit. <laughs>
3: Cage mentions a Facebook post that we've touched on before. According to the screenshot of the post, it was made on November 30th at 5.29pm and said, If I come visit, who's picking me up from the airport? You can hear Cage sounds unsure if he even made this post. The screenshot of the post we know shows four comments and one reaction. To our knowledge, no screenshots of the comments exist. If you're someone who has screenshots of the comments, or you're someone who recalls commenting on this post, please reach out to me. We jump topics and Cage references the perpetuance of silly rumors like the accident that didn't happen on Workman. Cage isn't the first person to bring this up. Those looking for the conspiracy theory to hitch their wagon to Jump on this. So let me explain so we can put this to rest. When you order the accident report, the title of the report says Fawn River and Silver Creek. We know the car accident was on the sharp corner of Workman Road. So why does it say Silver Creek on the title? According to the Michigan State Police Traffic Crash Report Instruction Manual, officers are to record the closest intersecting primary road to the crash location. The primary and intersecting roads do not need to physically touch each other. In this case, the reporting officer chose to use Silver Creek as the primary intersecting road. You can think of this as a reference point for those reading the report. When you actually open and read the crash report, you see that the location of the accident is recorded as a workman. I asked Cage about posting his relationship status with Ashley on Facebook. He says they did this to get a rise out of people. This is a response I expect from Brittany's ex-boyfriend, but not from her friend. Though, I guess maybe the friendship wasn't that strong. Ashley would come off as a hypocrite, if her and Brittany were actually as good of friends as she wants us to think. Since she shit-talked Jessica for dating Cage, and now she and Cage have gone Facebook official. I understand the mother-daughter relationship is different in many aspects than that of a friendship. But isn't there such a thing as girl code? Last time we heard from Pocket, Ashley's boyfriend at the time of Brittany's disappearance, he mentions the name Chris Pontius. Pocket referred to Pontius as Brittany and Ashley's dick, so of course, I call Chris. Hey, what's up, Chris? How you doing, man?
4: I'm all right. Just having having dinner
3: taking a break from work very cool Well, i appreciate you jumping on the phone i uh wanted to definitely just talk talk to you about that time over at ash's house what you remember what you recall obviously your name's been brought up just being being someone who was over there around the time that we're looking at britney's disappearance right and so i've talked to a few different individuals what they recall and Someone recently who I spoke to was a guy that you're probably familiar with, and that's Pocket. I like Pocket. One of the questions I asked Pocket was, you got obviously snitched on by somebody, because they got he got picked up. Yep. You know, he was trying to give me his best guess, and, and he thought maybe that you were one of the individuals that maybe had snitched on him. That whole situation is done with. Like that whole, and I'm trying to understand. I've asked I asked Pocket this question. Did you have anything to do with Pocket's arrest or anything like that?
4: Absolutely not. I've never told
3: anybody in my entire life. I'm coming to you direct. No funny business. Okay. If if and he's already been arrested, already served the time, he's came out. You never, you, know, you never said anything to to law enforcement about that on nothing, Okay. Nothing. Okay.
4: Now law enforcement could have been and me We've seen them. Okay. Th- that that could have happened, but me saying something, no, I don't even talk to them. we, 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 we uh, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, law enforcement around here, uh, they'll pose as women on Facebook, trying to trick me to addresses and stuff like that. That I know, police on because I research it first, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're not on good terms at
3: all. Yeah. Let's talk about your time over at Ashley's. Around November of 2018. Okay. Do you ever remember interacting with Brittany?
4: I have never even met Brittany.
3: How often would you say you were over at Ashley's?
4: Probably about 10 times, maybe. About, about 10 times, period. Uh, and that was mainly for, uh, for Pockets. Uh, 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 I didn't know sell that well. When Pocket went to jail, I went over there a few times just because I was in the neighborhood. I was walking at the time. It gave me a break for my feet. So, you know, I showed up. Um, kind of felt out of place, but at the same time, I was, I was resting. I didn't care. Before this all happened, She was ass out. I seen her getting evicted from her apartment. Her unemployment ran out. All this stuff. And then... Then then she never never went broke. She she was like, boom, all of a sudden she had money. Where did it come from? That's what I'm saying. And and as far as whatever happened to Brittany, I don't know what happened to her. You know, uh... But I got a feeling that there was a lot of people involved in it. And somebody initiated the whole thing. And I don't think everybody knew what was going to happen. I think only like a, a a very small percentage of the people knew what was really going to happen. And they got a bunch of people drawn in to uh, 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 basically create a group that they can control through this secret or whatnot through that. And... uh I stated my piece to everybody, and it kind of split the groups. So the whole thing was was weird. And, 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 and like I, I said, the only thing I could trace it back to is, is Ashley showing up with all this money, which makes her the like Ace Deuce Coon culprit if she don't have no explanation for that money. You know what I'm saying?
3: Mm-hmm. So you were at Ashley's before she got evicted from the house, right? Yeah. Going on downstairs in the basement.
4: I never went down in the basement. Not even once.
3: Did you always stay like main floor, or did you go upstairs?
4: Main floor and upstairs.
3: When you're over there, what's the, the purpose of this? You're, the first you said one time you, you had stopped by after Pocket already gone to jail because it was more of like a place for you to just rest your feet for a second, as you said. Yeah. But let's say the what are the other nine times? What's what's the point?
4: Well, uh, uh, pockets was there. Okay. You know, you know, you know, and, 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 and in a bad situation and stuff like that, and I was trying, you know, talk them into da da da, but I didn't turn them in. I'd never turn turn anybody in. Um, that's that's their choice. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna let them make that choice. You know. And, and that was it. I didn't know Ashley all that well, but her and Eric were real tight during that point in time. What do you mean? Drugs, you know, glory, and they weren't hurting for anything all of a sudden. You know what I'm saying? Versus before, she was ass out. Maybe Eric had the money, but I doubt it. You know
3: what I'm saying? So it looked like they weren't struggling or they weren't hurting for anything, which is what they normally look like to you in your opinion.
4: Like, well, yeah, before, they, 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 they were struggling their ass out. Uh, and neither one of them no hustlers. You
3: yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They're
4: going to lose money, not make money.
3: So what time of the year is this when they start getting the money?
4: Uh, it would have been right about the time that it started getting cold. I don't remember the exact date. It took me about three, four months to put together the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? One time on the stairs when they were talking, they said something about that, that girl. But that was all I caught was that girl.
3: What were they talking about, though? Like What were they discussing?
4: I, 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 I didn't catch any more.
3: Okay, that was just that girl. Was-
4: yep. Yeah. And I've been wanting to tell somebody this I've been telling people this You know, you know what I'm saying None, Nobody was interested in it The cops didn't even want to look into it They didn't Nothing And I I don't know why I, You know I got my suspicions But Maybe it's just That They felt that I don't know I don't feel that Just because somebody uses
1: drugs That You just uh, Disregard them Their life And their feelings
4: No
3: and no, yeah. no Not at all Not at no. all Going back, though, to what was going on at Ashley's house, so you said when you started noticing them coming into money, this was now, it was starting to get cold?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay.
4: Yeah, yeah, it would have been right after that happened, but at that point in time, I hadn't even put together them people with her and the disappearance or anything like that at that point in time.
3: So this is after no, I, Brittany goes okay, yeah, missing.
4: I, I realized this afterwards when, 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 hey, that bitch wasn't broke. And then had that statement about that girl, when they were walking up, you know, because they were saying something, and then, and then I, I kind of interrupted, and they were like, "That girl." So they're they obviously discussing her, but they could have been anything. The, the, I think I think the biggest clue here is, where did this money come from?
3: You know. Did you ever hook up with Ashley? No. Never sexually hooked up with her. And when you saw her and Eric being all tight and close and in, in like they weren't hurting for nothing they weren't i mean Mm-mm. she was he, just
4: wanting to get fucking high and fuck but I, you know i didn't want to be part of it you know
3: right she's doing that with eric yeah what tells you that
4: um because he, he mainlined her some drugs and they pretty much told me what was going to happen in that you know what i'm saying yeah. but i said hey, you know i'm you know i'm not you know i, I i'm trying to uh uh yeah, just because it doesn't make me feel any better afterwards. You right. know, I mean, it's great while it's happening, but then you got to deal with, with with this friendship that's not a friendship anymore. It's kind of... And, and I try not to do that. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen because it does. You know, but I try not to go around fucking all these whores.
3: Who else was over at Ashley's house that you can recall ever... Like, when you were over there in those 10 times, like, do you recall anybody? Obviously, you have Pocket, you have Eric, you have Ashley. Hmm,
4: there was somebody with me there the one day but I can't remember who it was because uh, like like after pocket went to jail it was kind of like you know th- th- you go over there and there'd be people that was in and then people that was kind of out you know and people yeah. that was in kind of went around did the thing and the people that was out just kind of sit downstairs and you know did whatever they needed to do rest or, or get a hold of somebody for a ride or, or whatever you know but uh, I uh, I was born a drug addict I don't hurt for drugs You know what I'm saying Because I don't use that much I, I only use a little tiny bit Just enough to Because I got to anymore You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I, I, I wish it was different than that But it's not my man And, and, yeah. and I, I don't know You know what I'm saying
3: So besides you Eric Ashley Pocket You can't think of anybody else
4: I, I, No I, I, I don't I can't You know I, I don't I'm not what, real good with names.
3: What about Glide? Do you know Glide?
4: I know Glide, yep. And, was, and, and I did see Glide over there.
3: And you never saw Brit.
4: No, not, I never even met her.
3: Do you recall the first time you stopped by Ashley's?
4: They come over and picked me up. You know, uh, maybe I'm just starting for a buzz, and I'm a friendly, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but they come over... And they picked me up over on Clay Street, drove me over to her place, and they did this a couple times. It's kind of like, like like they I got brought into the whole picture, you know? And why exactly? I don't know, because they really didn't need me for anything. You know what I'm saying? But I do like Pockets, you know, you know what I'm saying? And I, and yeah. I always like Pockets. You know, he's pretty good. The best for him. I, I really do, you know?
3: Address that directly. When I asked him, like, hey, who do you think? And he's kind of like, well... Pontius, because he's the one who dropped me off the, day, the night before. I mean, this is your yeah. chance to, to, to address that or squash that. What would you say to him?
4: When When I was, i seen him about a month ago, but I hadn't seen him before. This explains why I haven't seen him at all. So I'm thinking, you know, I haven't seen Pockets at all. And, and he showed up over at a, a friend of mine's house that I was at. And we had a decent time. I brought donuts and stuff like that, so I hooked him over the donut and, and yeah, we talked and and and, and slapped hands and all that other stuff like that. How long did you talk to Pockets?
3: Way before that.
4: Yeah, yeah, it was about. I seen him about a month ago.
3: You know. Yeah, that conversation was before that. Yeah. What was your relationship like with Eric? Glide or, no, or Shane? Shane.
4: I I I, I I've never had one with him. I, I don't. I don't know him. He's he's not really my type. He's a little too sneaky for me. You know what I'm saying? You know me. I got like Tourette's, and if I got something to say about somebody, I just spit it the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been like like when I between the age, just sixteen and eighteen, I was in like three hundred fights, dude. <laughs> just be. It was probably just
3: my, my mouth You know what I mean yeah. But I couldn't help it Eric Not your type Not at all Okay This
4: is what I think about Pockets getting caught This is what I thought The whole time along uh, Not the whole time along But once it started happening, happen I thought that maybe Pocket knew what was Fixing to happen And got caught on purpose Just to get the fuck Out of the situation Because that isn't Nothing that pockets Would, would, would want to be near you know what I'm saying? He's not that
3: type of person. What got caught up in what, what? did he think was about to happen?
4: Well, w- w- with the Brittany thing, I, I don't know this for sure, but I kind of mm. have like a, I'm leaning towards it because bam, he gets fuck sent back in. Okay, like like right before that happens, kind of like he just cleared himself of even being anywhere near the situation because that, that's that's what he would do if he knew something like that was going to happen. He would jump out of you know, see what I'm saying?
3: You're over there maybe ten times. How many times are you over at Ashley's? Of those, let's say it's ten. How many times were you over at Ashley's before Pocket Gets Arrested? I'm uh, sorry. seven. So seven times before. One afterwards was you were kind of taking a pit stop. Okay. Rest- there
4: were all three. I was kind
3: of taking a pit, pit okay. stop. I didn't have no vehicle.
1: Uh, I was ass out, homeless. I was just moving around the best I could, trying to make it through my days
3: and trying to figure out what I was going to do. My family's all passed away. You're over there maybe three other times after pocket goes yep. missing the other seven prior You don't ever remember really ever interacting with Brittany or No, no, not in interacting. You never even saw Brittany
4: I never even met her
3: Yeah, and then yeah, it goes to Of those three times that you went over afterwards, this is when you see Eric and her comfortable Yeah If he gets, if he gets arrested on November 29th Three weeks Okay, possibly. over the course of three weeks
4: Yeah, maybe, maybe less
3: Before Christmas for sure yeah, oh
4: yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. Man, I appreciate you, Chris. If uh, I have anything else, can I message you?
4: Uh, yeah, please do. Uh, and, and just so you know, where I was at, uh, on the night that the Brittany count went missing, I was with Richie Dale and my cousin Alicia, and, 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 and we were helping my cousin Alicia move.
3: And just as we're about to end the call, why would he say that?
4: you know but, now, but now, 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 now these people hadn't contacted me for a couple of years before this and all of a sudden did they contact me on that day to ask me of course they were moving and they needed help but you know I, I just find that it's just I don't like none of it and, and of course everybody knows how I am I, I, I'm about the right fucking thing and I don't care I, I ain't afraid of nobody you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so ain't nobody gonna tell me nothing you know what I'm saying mm-hmm
3: so on the 30th you get asked to help who move
4: uh my cousin you know alicia
3: okay and
4: then uh, 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 it would have been her uncle which would, which would be richie dale and uh, uh, uh you know so i helped them move but
1: Richie's funny he's left town he's burnt everybody for
4: money okay he went bad Okay, maybe he was bad before that, and we didn't realize it or
3: something. You know
4: what I'm saying? Yeah. Ha- th- 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 that maybe may be nothing, but,
1: but but I'm just saying that it was kind
3: of. Yeah. So do you have so on this day when you when you're you're obviously able to pull back from that memory and be like, hey, on this day specifically that she was missing, like what is it about that? Like, do you have text messages or do you have like anything to show that or?
4: Uh, when it happened, because somebody asked me about it, I'm like, well. Well, I better figure out What I did that night You know what I'm saying So I went back And I figured out What I did that night Right away How did and you figure I it out I just went back Yes, yeah, it, it was on text messages At the time Yes Okay. Our, our Facebook messages and but, where, but I don't have them anymore
3: The day that you're moving Your cousin On the 30th Yeah Where are they moving to
4: uh, From Constantine To Angola
3: you remember vividly, once you kind of got your name right, you're like, okay, well, let me figure out what I was doing that day. You remember going back through messages and looking at and seeing that they requested you yep. to help them move? Yep. And then were you there the rest of the night?
4: Uh, yeah. And, and here's the problem with
3: me, with this is because both these people are my family members,
4: so if somebody wanted to push it on me, I don't know if I'd have an alibi or not because they're my family. And they're all... I was kind of scared there for a minute because you don't know what, 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 how this is going to twist and turn. And, 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 and nobody's got any type of backbone Or about Standing about anything uh, You know they'll, they'll let somebody Get robbed in front of them Probably You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. They'll chase after their phone Quicker than what they will fucking somebody's kid in the road You know mm-hmm. in my
3: opinion Okay Did law enforcement Ever ask you any questions No and how did you hear your name was you getting brought into it? Like, what was it that initiated that desire to go back to look through your uh, messages?
4: I can't remember, but, but somebody just asked me about, you know, because people are just curious. Hey, where were, you know, they might have just been curious. But when they asked me, I, I didn't know right then at that point in time. And that's when I figured out, hey, I
3: better find out, figure <laughs> but out. But way. that's you a know? very, like, that's a that's a that's that's a odd response. What's that? Like, I got to figure out what I was doing that night because... Yeah. if you're not responsible you don't need to worry about what you're doing well but right
4: I, I, I did I wanted to know what else, I was doing because just in case hey did they come and arrest me for it I'd be like no way I was over here you know
3: yeah, I mean not really No, I mean Chris that would be an odd response I'm just if we keep it a bean right
4: uh, with all the shit that I've had have happened to me to my life to, you know it's where I'm on, I'm on the stand in the courtroom telling the truth and everybody in the courtroom knows it's the truth and they know what I'm saying about the laws, right? And they send me to the hospital to try to discredit me. You know, yeah, yeah I, I don't, it, it cuts back the, the amount of trust that, that I leave out there, lo, things that I leave open. Okay. You know what I'm saying?
3: So, but you're able to go back and say, okay, I can see what I was doing on this day, this time, and I was here. It was at this cousin's house. We were moving from this place to this place. And, and I
4: thought it was funny that, 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 that I ended up with two family members that wouldn't work for me as an alibi if I needed one.
3: They won't be you know, an alibi for you.
4: Well, because the family can't test. No, family can't.
3: But but the, what about the messages? Do they have? You mean I don't have the messages. That, that was how many years ago? Like four. Pushing four. Uh, would your family members be willing to talk to me?
4: Well, I'm I'm sure. Well, yeah, they would. But but like like my my cousin, she, yeah.
0: she
4: don't they have nothing to do with it. And she's like really busy with like work and like she, she likes, she likes, she's, she's busting her ass, dude. She, she just fucking redid a whole house that she bought for $30,000 and sold for $204,000. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, she's buffed with her hump and she wants something for her kids. Uh, I'll her.
3: What I'm looking for is like a, hey, do you recall this time frame? I'm looking for just a clear yes or no. And again, it's, it's, I mean, do you have anything on Facebook that you can go back to? anything on anybody on that day that can go back to about any kind of picture, any kind of photo taken of the moving day of anything? No. No. I
4: don't even have the phone that I had at that point in time.
3: You know? Okay. Okay, well I want to be clear, you've never met Britt in your life.
4: I've never met her in my life. I I seen, uh, after this all happened, I seen one video of her with her kids She she looked like a real sweet girl. And and, then that was the only bit that I knew of her, period. The end. Um, Now, I've been dating a girl, or kind of seeing a girl, that is best friends with her mom. Jess? But, you know, she don't have nothing to do with none of this stuff. But, uh uh, huh, they say Jess pretty much her way with, with men or whatnot, and her daughter learned the trade you know what I'm saying and therefore she probably had a lot of jealous females and I'm thinking that probably that's how it started and then it got overcharried
3: and what do you think that would have been I I don't know for sure you know, you know what I'm saying
4: it seems to me that, God, it, you know, and, and they don't have any, any any, of Britney's messages or anything to see, like, like, like guys that she was hanging around with or anything to see what women would be jealous, you know what I'm saying?
3: You know who has that info? No, I don't. Did you ever meet J.J. Fox? I know J.J. Fox. Do you know Larry? Not that I know of. There. Um, I think that's all I got for now. If I can, can I reach back out to you?
4: Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, um, I, I wish I had answers for you. Yeah. <sighs> um, where, where, where are you at? Where, where are you located?
3: Oh, I'm over in Washington State.
4: Oh shit. Yeah, that's pretty far away.
3: Yeah, I'll be back though.
4: Yeah, when, when you are around, uh, hit me up and uh. The, yeah, this is all right. and I, I don't, I don't. The, never mind, because that wouldn't be right. Um, what's that? I was gonna say, I, I, I could, like, if we, if we went over other people's information, I would be able to fact check what little bit I did know, but it, it might not be worth the time because. I might not know anything.
3: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 I might, I might be able to do that with you. I'll, I have some stuff coming up that if I reach back out, I'll be like, "Hey, there's this information. Do you know who this is?" I might be able to, I might be able to reach back out right. to you about that. Right. Yeah. But, but like I so said, the biggest
4: thing with, 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 that really turned in my head, did the, the, the made, the clicked on Ashley, was uh, uh, the money. You know, come, you know all of a sudden they come up with, with, with this money and uh, they, they were ass out before that they're not hustlers they're not you know what I'm saying they're, they're, they're already in debt there, 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 there was you know no way that, that, that they could just start balling. you know yeah.
3: who were they in debt with I'm not sure.
4: Yeah, no, but but okay. the, 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 they were asked up. Oh wait, wait a minute, you said. It was uh
3: Yeah. I'm gonna need a week to think about all that.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode of Hide and Seek. If you'd like to take a more active role in the Hide and Seek community, come interact with us. Share your thoughts, opinions, and theories in the Hide and Seek podcast discussion group. Find us by searching Hide and Seek podcast discussion group on Facebook. The Hide and Seek podcast is hosted, produced, audio engineered, and directed by James Basinger Written, edited, and produced by Sarah Jo Director of Photography and Editing is Ethan Schatz Our graphic design is created by Jordan Robinson